business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Uh, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. I am Spike Lou. Yep, on the same social spikes. Excuse, excuse me. Easy for you to say. On the same social sites, holla at your boy. I am Spike Lou. In case you missed it and all that jumble of words, that word salad. Hey, man, springtime is upon us. You got the short sleeve on. I'm still rocking the long sleeve, but short sleeve weather is here. Hoodie oh, season is over. We right. made it through. <laughs> People back outside, man. So we got an action-packed episode hey. to kind of commemorate that. Um, but first, your boy Ice Cube shuts down Friday prequel talks. We're going to see if that's a good idea or a bad idea. Vince Staples says that record businesses are promoting, or excuse me, are profiting off of violence more now than ever. And like we said, spring is here. So we're going to give a spring preview for artists, trends, and projects that are on the way. But first, Mm. my guy is in the Mm. news again. Yay. The artist formerly known as Kanye West was scrapped from his Grammy performance. He is now banned from performing at the Grammys this year. Uh, He was also put in timeout on Instagram. All of this is um, citing the erratic behavior on Instagram. Big deal or no deal. Also, Jay Prince is calling for an anti-Grammy concert. Should we get that instead of the Grammys? Let's talk yay and the Grammys, dude. What you got? Uh, This is a big deal. And it's a big deal because this is Kanye West. And we've talked about censorship with Joe Rogan here lately. We've talked about the different things that are going into effect with this happening. One is the Grammys, again, are showing that we really don't fuck with rap. Like, we're going to keep the biggest star in the world from performing at the event because we don't like something he said on Instagram. That's fucking nuts to me. And... For Kanye West to be responding, and I understand his family is important, trying to get his family back is his main focus per his Instagrams and tweets and whatever it may be. But this is also an opportunity to use that platform to go against the Grammys once again and add this to the long list of things in which they did to piss hip hop off, essentially. You can't, and I get being scared and not want Kanye to come hijack your show, but you in the music business, dude, that's a part of it. You can't box Kanye West out for some shit that he's doing to, like I said, trying to get his family back, allegedly. Do I agree or condone with it? No, absolutely not. But if I'm the Grammys, I don't think that they should have the authority to be like, well, we don't want you to perform. Yes, it's their event. They do have the authority. I get that. But being able to be, quote unquote, gatekeepers still at this stage in the game for someone like Kanye West, that's nasty to me. What do you think? Yeah, he and it's interesting that he can still attend the Grammys. He oh, just can't God. perform. Um, he's he's nominated for five Grammys this year, including album of the year. So how how crazy would that be if he won? <laughs> well, he can probably kiss that goodbye. But at, <laughs> are they not gonna let him talk if he wins? Yeah, that's a great question. Who knows? He's, I doubt he's gonna win though. Doubt you that. don't think so? No, nah, so rap. Um. Mm. Well, I, I'm going to say this is overall album of the year, not hip hop, right? Yeah. Damn. Man, what I said, now, now this sucks because he's been killing the performance tip lately. Uh, I thought the Don the Two show, the set, all of that was dope. I thought the concert with him and Drake was dope, how they put that together. So I was interested to see how he was going to do a performance at the Grammys. I thought that shit would have been fly. Um, he's always worth at least checking out to see what he's going to do. If he's going to do something wild, if he's going to do something crazy. Um, so it's actually in the Grammy's best interest to have him perform, honestly, if they were in it for themselves. Um, he, they're, they're mad. Or they felt the type of way about the stuff he said about Trevor Noah on Instagram, which is the same reason why they put him in timeout for the day. Um, so it's their What'd platform. He, they can, Noah? he called him a coon. <laughs> yeah, a couple of times. Um, so that's that's why that's he what this why. all stems from. Why, it's Kanye West. Of course, he didn't say why. Well, no, because Trevor Noah did one of his little monologues and it was about him and it was about Kanye and uh, Pete Davidson and Kim and all of that. So he felt Mm -hmm. the type of way about that. Um, So, but again, the Grammys is their platform. They can do what they want. I really ain't got too much to say about that. But the concert that Jay Prince is trying to put together, he's trying to get Nicki Minaj, Drake, 
Kanye to all do a concert the night of the Grammys. We don't need another concert, bro. We, we don't need another benefit oh, wow. concert, bro. Kanye has nothing left to perform, dude. <laughs> the nigga did the Donda 2 show. He, he did his greatest hits with him and Drake at, in L.A. Then he did the Donda 1 performance at 10 different listening parties. Bro, he, and then we got the documentary where you heard all the old shit. On, he ain't got nothing else to perform, dude. Unless he's going to do some unreleased shit. He's all performed the fuck out, dude. He can I, stop that shit. Go get some sleep. If anything, he can go get some sleep Grammy night, dude. Stay in. Or, nigga, watch Netflix. Order some fucking DoorDash, dude, and chill out, dude. Take the nah, night off. That's nah. what he needs to do. We don't need no other benefit concert unless it course unless it coincides with that Donda 2 dropping on Tidal and Apple Music at the same time. <laughs> I don't need no fucking concert, dude. Please. The concert, the concert isn't about Kanye West in this sense, though. Like the concert is about doing something uh at the same time right online with the Grammys to take away and show how important the hip-hop people that y'all are ignoring have been ignoring showing the short end of the stick for the last however many years the concert is to give them the same middle finger that they've been giving us so for that reason i'm here for the concert and i think everyone who he reaches out to should be as well if jay-z can do a halftime concert for fucking the nfl then doing something for jay prince during the grammys since he's had his beef already with them it shouldn't be an issue everybody should be running to the door asking jay prince what can i do to make this work this is a great idea. I love it. It should be on the same time. Stream that motherfucker on Tidal or Spotify or whoever got a black. Make it a versus thing. We're going to do a whole versus event at the same time that the Grammy's on to show you a middle finger, just like you've been showing us for telling Kanye West he can't perform. I'm with it. Do it. Jay Prince. Man, if, if I had a dollar for every time niggas tried to boycott the Grammys, they ain't never through no talk bad about the Grammys. Dude, and why are we still boycotting Grammys in dude? <laughs> why? That's so play. Boycotting the Grammys played out. Like, because let's stop talking about it and build our build our own. Go, nigga, shake the BET Awards this year, dude. You want to stick it to them? Go to the BET Awards or go do something. Go fucking revamp the Source Awards, nigga. Do something, dude. Yes. Like, stop You're complaining right. about the Grammys. That's played out. I ain't. But gonna nobody's lie. complaining about it. We just gonna show you what you're missing. If you want to box Kanye West out, if you want to be the moral police instead of the grammys if you want to tell people well we don't like what you do and we're going to frown upon it instead of just raiding the fucking music like we pay you to do then okay we're going to throw the middle finger right back at you and we're going to have this big benefit concert at the same time hurt your ratings hurt your ad dollars finally show that we are able to fight back you can't just ban a nigga like Kanye. like yeah you can if kanye west want to go off about anything he should be going off about this how y'all gonna ban me from it's the easy. grammys and still offer the ticket jay-z style big brother like the niggas y'all crazy it's easy I mean, this motherfucker show my ass that's all i show i ain't showing nothing it's easy. This shit is so, called the Grammys. They're not called the Yeezys, dude. You create the Yeezy Awards and you can do whatever the fuck you want to. I'm bigger than the Grammys if I'm Kanye West. Nigga, y'all got me fucked up. I'm sure I'm throwing a whole concert with Jay Prince. Yes, he, let's he, do it. Get Drake just, out here. Let's get all the big, get a little baby out here. We already did this. Fuck. It wasn't a concert, dude. And it's not, this ain't Will Smith. This ain't the Will Smith boycott, bro. These is real niggas out here getting it in. Shout out to him. Shout out to Will Smith, man. Shout, Shout out to, to Will Smith, man. No knocking him in his new ruin. Next, moving on. Very controversial topic here that kind of got swept under the rug. So we get to dive into it here at the On Deck TV show. Your girl, Big Lotto, Queen of the South, said that she's had trouble getting verses cleared because she's a female, a woman, a lady, a female rapper. She says... The men can't keep it professional when trying to get the verses cleared. Is this surprising to you, Animal Brown, or right on par with the hip hop coach? Um, first of all, this is stemming from an interview she had with Big Boy, where she said there's a there's a male feature on her album, and she was getting trouble clearing it because they were sliding in the DMs, quote, trying to drop their nuts on her. Now I know what that phrase means, or I, let me tell you how I interpret what that means. That's somebody trying to do a big boy move on you, trying to boss hog you, trying to one up on you because they're of, of a higher stature or than you are. 
But the news outlets ran with that and said that they were trying to sleep with her. Well, she never explicitly said that, though. They just she just said they slid in the DMs. So I thought that was interesting that the, the narrative is that someone was trying to sleep with her. If you yeah, tell wait, me, wait, 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 you're wrong, though. You're wrong. She That's never said right. that, bro. She said, and well, I missed in, it. Yeah. In quotes, she said, being a female rapper, I'm clearing my album right now. It's been difficult to deal with these men. They don't know how to keep it business. But that doesn't mean some niggas trying to smash, though. That's exactly what that means. Nigga could have been trying to go on a date, bro. Stop, bro. But that's I'm still just... that's still not kosher, though. No, but well, listen. Okay, somebody tried to shoot their shot at Lotto. I'm shocked. Have you seen her? I'm bro, married, it... nigga. If I see her, I'm shooting my shot, nigga. What are we talking you about? Ain't talking dude? business with her though. Like it would be okay. <laughs> that's a good point. You have a podcast. If me and you are trying to book Lotto to get on this show, and in the midst of her being booked for this show, you shooting at her like, hey, I know I want you to come do the interview, but yeah, I'll let your boy, you know what I mean? Come on. But that, that ain't professional. That's bullshit, and she's not to go through. No, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely not professional, and there's some unprofessional people. So the question, am I, am I surprised? Of course not. There's unprofessional people out here. I'm not saying that they that's how it should be. I'm just not surprised. But I'm just interested in that. I, I well, thought the narrative the was The question, fun. though, are you surprised that that's the reason that verses aren't getting cleared? Would you expect the nigga to go ahead and be like, yeah, there go the music. Now let's, let me try. Well, to the music still got clear. Or though. try to hold it hostage and be like, I ain't even giving you this unless we do this. The music still got clear, though. That's the thing. No, she no, said, no, no. She she said, said he's she on the album. She said she didn't take the song off because she liked the song too much. She just wouldn't name who it was. And who so a, a lot of people are putting two and two together and they're thinking she's referring to Kodak Black because right. of what he said on The Breakfast Club about signing a female artist. Because he said, as a female artist, you can't work with him if he's not smashing. You ain't got to be his girlfriend, but he got to smash you. Correct. Otherwise, why would he help you with your music? No, well, otherwise, he said that someone else will have your head and he wants to have your head. Oh, shit. Are you justifying it? Why are you? That's what he said, bro. No, I'm just clarifying what he said. That's <laughs> retarded. That makes no sense at all. Trust and me. Rick I know Ross that. said this too. Remember we talked about Rick Ross when he was on that show that you watched on Netflix or then he did the Breakfast Club stuff and he was like, well, I don't know if I could sign a female artist because I, I might try to smash. Like that's, he, that's yeah, a chauvinistic he, attitude that hip hop has to get over in order to continue to grow. I'm glad that Lotto brought this out and is talking about it and then just sweep this shit under the rug and was she was I, I don't disagree with you. She was fairly clear on what she was saying. Like this nigga was trying to sleep with me in order to get the verse cleared. Thank mm-hmm. God he had niggas around him. Maybe that knew good business or had they head on straight. and We were able to do it anyway. And I didn't let that taint my album or his feature, but still having to put up with it is bullshit, man. Yeah, I'm just I'm again I'm just not surprised that somebody try to shoot their shot, bro. Whether it's whether it's, it's a business deal shot, or not. Stop saying shooting your shot. That's, That's what not they the doing. same thing. It's not the same <laughs> thing as when you're in business and you're holding something to like like Kodak Black is saying, if I can make your career better, why wouldn't you sleep with me is not the mindset that we should have in hip hop. And that's what she's saying is happening to her. If I'm reaching out to a nigga and I'm just using this name, if I'm reaching out to a nigga like Lil Baby and he like, well, I know what a single going to do with me, Lotto. So you got to come on up off it. What? Come let on, me ask bro. this. So, so that, me... That, that ain't no different from a nigga being like, oh, well, uh, Rick Ross just used me and signed me to a 360 deal. I had to get all uh, give all of this up to even get any money. So that, that's, that's what I'm saying. If, if a nigga was like, yeah, I'll do it, but I need 95% of the royalties. From, from What's Lotto? the difference? From Lotto or just a yeah. regular rapper, period? No, from Lotto. Well, would he, ask, like a that man, don't happen would he ask a man for 95% of the royalties? That's the difference. Yes, Drake do it all the time. What are you talking okay, about? Well, then she wouldn't complain about it, right? Because that's industry stuff. That's industry standard. But if a nigga is telling her, is I will do it if you let me smash, He's not saying that to other niggas that he hopefully not yeah. that he's sending that response out to. He's only saying that to her because she's a woman and that's her problem. It, it, it doesn't have to be identical to be equal. If he's not gay, then no, he's not telling another dude, <laughs> let me smash for the feature. He's going right. to say, let me rape you <laughs> for the feature for that 95 percent. That's an interesting I'm... choice of words to use right there. No pun intended. Rain. But no, um, <laughs> that's, that's not the same thing, bro. Because 
why wouldn't I just ask Lotto for the ninety five percent then? Maybe that. Like, why maybe that's I just where. Do that? Hey, maybe that's where it came. What? Maybe that's where and it came that's to. That's the difference. Like, give me the same. Give her the same option that you're giving these ragged ass niggas. No, niggas. no. All right, you want ninety five percent? Here goes your ninety five percent. What dare would make you think I'm going to sleep with you for sixteen for sixteen? Like that's and, that's nuts. And the thought process is too rampant in hip hop and needs to be changed. And I'm glad she said something about it. Like Rick Ross shouldn't even feel as a boss comfortable saying it. I can see Kodak Black. He a young, ignorant ass nigga. He under 30 years old. Rick Ross is 40 years old. You telling me that you can't have a professional relationship with a woman because she looked good? That's he kept, idiotic, dude. He kept, but he, but he kept it in a stack and said he couldn't. I, I, I respect him for no, saying that he you couldn't. don't get no praise for keeping it a stack re- when it's like that type of thought. That's predatory, I respect, dude. I respect That's like for a keeping motherfucker saying, I don't like black people. I ain't hiring no niggas, man. Oh, well, let's kept it real and told me and let hey, me know. I know where like, you stand what? now. I know where you stand, dude. <laughs> great. Thank you. That's nuts. That's nuts. That, uh, knowing what someone's saying is great. I agree with you there, but justifying it is nuts. Like, there's Definitely no justification just, for it. And just for the record, too, Kodak Black came out and said that's not that she's not referring He's to him. With him. Yeah, he said, yeah, he said it ain't him. So if you look at the other features on here, 21 Savage, she already said it wasn't him. They it was Wayne, Lil Durk, Nardo Wick, and Childish Gambino. Probably was Childish Gambino. What that's the, that's the dark horse, dude. <laughs> that's the dark horse. Hey, that'd be nuts. That's an Atlanta episode with a hundred percent right there. That would be funny. That would be the only situation where this would be funny because I would have to know how he shot his shot with Lotto. <laughs> that'd be the big dog plot twist if it was him. Too. That would be funny. Oh shit! All right, man. Moving on. Take it to the West Coast, man. Vince Staples, your man. Uh, ironically, I just saw Vince Staples at the Pistons Orlando Magic game. He was sitting courtside. It was the most random rapper sighting I've probably ever seen. Y'all um, were the only two niggas there other than the players, so it was probably <laughs> easy for you to notice. <laughs> Big boy 50-point game. Nigga, let's go. Pistons about in the playoffs next year. Uh, home court year after that. Finals. Uh, Vince Staples, uh, he said some pretty bold claims about the music industry as it relates to violence in hip hop. He said that the record industry is profiting more off of violence in hip hop now more than ever. And that to them, you are worth worth more dead than alive. Do you agree or disagree? Man, Vince is my guy. I saw him on Game Theory, Bomani's new show on HBO. Quick little short interview. You really didn't get to get into it. This was on the Peter Rosenberg uh, interview that he said this. And I don't really know if I agree with the more than ever part. I think mm-hmm. it's always been a thing as far as the violence in hip hop that's being sold. That's, that's how it's always been as far as our culture, as far as I can remember anyway. Maybe if you go to the Juice Crew and uh, whoever, Curtis Blow them or whatever, maybe before then, the violence wasn't a thing. But what rappers do is report on the culture and our culture is fairly violent just because of the situations in which we've come up in. So for a record executive, and again, I always lean towards the business side of things when we're talking about it here, but them to see that and say, well, I can throw some money at this and make some money off of it. Who, why are they supposed to care? Why are they supposed to care that you out here shooting motherfuckers and that you out here um, doing whatever it may be on YouTube or God forbid if you die, like they not in the business of saving your life. They in the business of selling records. So if all of those things attribute to selling more records, I don't expect some white dude sitting in some suit in some suite, uh, excuse me, at some record label to be like, nah, we care too much about these guys, man. Let's not sign them. Let's not try to make any money off of them because this is wrong and this is dangerous. So what he may be right. I just don't see what point in the blame or showing the or saying it like in the previous sense, when we're talking about what Lotto would do, like the rappers themselves would have to do something about this. Like there would be how they would have to like knowledgeably be like, well, you know what? We're not going to be as violent. It ain't about reporting on the violence. It's about the actual violence that's happening and not talking about it or not throwing money at it in this sense. I don't think it's going to stop it. Like niggas have to have a different mindset. Yeah. I, I, I always think that the, the thought process of someone who says you're worth more dead than alive is always interesting. I think it, I think you, you just have a spark when that happens. Um, like if you look at King Vaughn, King's Vaughn project that just dropped his first posthumous album did 65,000 first week. Mm-hmm. His album that came out when he was alive did 44. Mm-hmm. So, OK, it did marginally better. 
Um, but now he can't tour. He can't make new music. He can't grow his profile any more than where it's already at. So I don't get how he's worth more two years from now, three years from now. I, that, I, that doesn't equate to me. I don't understand that. So that doesn't make sense to me because he can't do anything new. Um, everyone, anyone who dies, get, people got to understand when you die, you get a boost in sales and notoriety and your, your profile gets bigger because of headlines. You're now you're getting basically free marketing because you've been plastered everywhere and everybody's talking about you. So Juice World, he didn't die violently, right? But his albums do numbers because one, his fans know at any moment this could be the end of the music on the hard drive. And then two, he gained a shitload of new fans who weren't on him until his death made headlines across social media and all other media platforms. So that, that's why you have a big or bigger presence at first. But then in time, that dies down because you don't have any new material to put out and you're not present anymore. So why people think that that somehow equates to being worth more, I, I don't quite understand unless you're a Tupac and you left behind 20 albums of material. Maybe that's a different story, but for the average person that maybe got an album or two left in the can halfway done, like that, I, I don't understand when people say the, you're worth more to the record label. I, I don't get it because you're getting they're getting now 100 percent of nothing because you're not putting anything out anymore. So that doesn't make sense to me. But they control that name and image. Right. Like I, 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 I would assume that what people mean by that is now. You don't have to deal with an artist falling off, per se. Like you always like now Tupac is that same. We've been seeing the same image and likeness of Tupac for the last 25, 30 years. It is a state owns sure labels in control of the estate owns it, right? The state owns it. Him. I'm just speaking on him. I don't know about anybody else. Just with him. Okay. So take him for example. When, when death row and Snoop starts to do his new thing and he wants to do a new Tupac album or re-release all eyes on me. He ain't got to deal with Tupac. He ain't got to deal with stuff that happened and him falling off and being a has been like we call some old rappers. He still gets to deal with that. That was frozen in our mind. And I'm guessing that's more valuable to and like a, a big entity. So I'm assuming that's what they mean when they say that I may not be right, but I'm, that's my immediate yeah. assumption. Like in his, that brand is stuck in time and now I can forever sell that brand as that and not have to worry about any like falling off of the brand, anything but a brand is going to take a hit because it's stuck right there, frozen in time. In his Maybe. instance, yes, because he made it to and his Juice world. Juice he world, made it. Juice X? World was just getting started, though. Triple X? Triple X was just getting started. That's well, what I'm saying. My point is they're never going to grow out of like that, 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 that guy that you like for Triple X. He's not going to grow into some old rapper that you don't fuck with now, right? Like he's always going to be that guy. So even if they do an anniversary album or they do a documentary, you're still going to buy it, whether it's 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, because it's still that guy. He had, didn't have a chance to fall off. That's what that would be my assumption. You're missing out on a whole lot of everything in between that. I understand that there is value in that. I think it's yeah. more valuable if he's alive, putting out new, new shit. He may be alive and, and growing more like, legacy. He may be alive and turn into a nigga like Mace or something, though. You I mean, you know. got <laughs> now, if he quit it, yeah, listen, now if XXX turns into a fucking preacher, then yes, then that <sighs> will probably be frowned upon. But other than that, these niggas were just getting pop smoke just getting started, bro. Like these niggas were just getting they were young, 20, so, 21. They had they weren't think, even in their prime yet. Do you think it's more violent now? Or have you just gotten older? Or do you not think it's just as violent? What do you where's your stance on what Vince says as far as the violence and thinking that? There's like he says, record labels are like searching on YouTube for the beef and signing niggas that are beefing. And yeah, they, they search for now that's that's they search for what's hot, in right. my opinion. Whatever's hot at one point in time, niggas dancing was hot, niggas stanky legging was hot, and they were signing everybody that had snaps in their records, bro. At one time, Houston was hot, and they were throwing deals at every nigga in Houston riding slabs and poking foes or whatever the fuck. They, they threw their money at them. So, I, in my opinion, they go at whatever is hot, dude. Like, that's and just violence what... is hot right now. So, you'd agree with him. You think that right now they're throwing more money at the violence than ever before? Yeah. Because that's what's hot. Yeah. It, but that what came, what makes it hot? The, because the label's throwing money because that's what niggas act like they want to hear. Mm. 
That's what it was. The chicken and the egg, dude. I, I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, that's a good point. That is a great point, man. We'll see where that falls out. All of it ties into that New York drill stuff that's happening too. So good thing to stay abreast of. Lastly, before we get out of here, do our On Deck TV show spring music preview. Ice Cube shut down a rumor <laughs> that came out there from the previously mentioned Vince Staples and Drewski will be playing in a prequel to Friday. Do yep. you think that may have been a good idea or was it right for Ice Cube to shoot that down? Hey, listen, I understand Cube is tired of hearing about when y'all going to bring Friday back. When y'all going, what's up with next Friday, last Friday, Friday the third, uh, nigga, last Friday, whatever the fuck. He's tired of hearing about the shit. It's not up to him. He's probably sent in 10 scripts, dude. They not fucking with it. We talked on here about the last script that he had about all of them being locked up and all of the people reuniting in jail, trying to get out of jail and whatever, whatever. This, Hard, the prequel man. series with Drewski, comedian Drewski and Vince Staples is frying that. I'm talking about this barbecue in that jail concept. Yes. I, this was a fan made, you know, you know how shit travels on the internet. Nigga just put a statement out there talking about, man, this confirmed that and no one confirmed the damn thing. However, this was a good idea. I'm not going to lie. I would definitely tune into this. Drewski is hilarious to me. He's got good comedic timing on those skits. He's got good comedic timing on some of the videos on Revolt. I'm here for that. Vince Staples, we know how funny he is. He's put out his own original content before that I thought was hilarious. They would be perfect for this. And I think the concept is dope. We talked about this on our review of Friday. They need a series. A Latin episode Netflix series would be fire. You know, not the cartoon shit that came out a couple of years ago. We talking about a live action, either prequel of what how they got to get cool or what happened after next Friday. That should be dope as fuck. And putting some young blood in there like them two would be perfect. Mm. Yeah. If Cube is tired of people talking about this and just sell the rights to it, let somebody else do it. Because prequels are getting made. We've been talking about white men you can't jump prequels and every prequel that you want to do, they're getting fresh prints. Like they are getting made. I just think that Ice Cube wants to hold on to the ownership of it. And rightfully so, I get that. But for the culture, something need to happen. And this is a good idea. Like you said, I, I, I like Vince Staples. Uh, outside of the booth, Drewski is hilarious to me. A prequel, little Debo, like all of that <laughs> nigga beforehand. That would be funny. I would be there for it. Netflix series, theaters, wherever you want to put it, I'm signing up for it. The thing that's, that's important here, though, continuously shutting down these and scripts getting denied, he's missing the window of people that still care about this. Like, you and I still care about this for now. But yep. it's going to be so long before we be like, man, like, I'm tired of it getting shot down. And when it finally get made, it's going to hit like a fart in the wind. He needs a strike now while the remakes are getting made, whether it be selling it, whether it be, like, just getting it done and just taking a bite, biting the bullet and not getting everything that you expected for it. I think it'll be better for the brand in the long term if you just go ahead and wrap this shit up. Let's stop talking about shooting the goddamn prequel or sequel or whatever. Put that last cap on it because it needs to be done. And let's get this bread, dude. Fuck what you want to make. I promise you it's going to do great, Ice Cube. I promise you. Just take the L for now. If you got to take an L, let's put this shit out. Yeah. And the perfect idea is with Drewski and Vince Staples. Or I like DC Young Fly, too. I nah, think that's DC too, that's too spot on. Don't like DC Young Fly. I like it, DC. Man. He too much he, he like could, Chris Tucker, bro. It's too much. It's almost like an imitation, bro. Ah, uh, man, he could be in there, man. I think he could yeah, tell me. Dude is a talented young brother, man. He could be in there singing and shit. Like he'll be a funny dude. You put the whole nah, he, he, out. He's funny. He, I, I definitely think he's funny. I just think it's it's almost too spot on, like because he, he, he obviously be gets his Tucker, cues. Right? Like he you don't go from you don't go from Vince Staples to Chris Tucker though. Like if you growing up, you Smokey. You can. You like can make that if happen. You smoke, if you smoked angel dust, maybe. Like he did. <laughs> Jesus <in> the Christ. <laughs> I'm here for it. But Cube, Cube is not in control of it like that. Like he just not, he just can't snap his finger and movies get made. It ain't really how it work. Like we well, got a production company, right? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. No, yeah, they, they still gotta be distributed by somebody, right? Though. Like I'm I'm missing. They, what am I missing out on? They don't, they don't the production company not paying the the staff and shit, nigga. That come from the budget they get from the distribution company. Okay, so he needs to get it distributed. 
And you're telling me that Ice Cube can't get distribution with all the success that he's had in Hollywood. They didn't fuck with the script. That's what I'm telling you. Well, I understand that. There's also a point in time in business where both sides got to take an L. So get some, get better script writers, change the script, give them more of what they want, ask for a little bit more of what you want, and let's get this shit done. You're right. I agree with you. I know he can't snap his fingers and do it per se, even though he can independently and it would still be fire. People would still fuck with it. It just wouldn't be mainstream and big as we would want it to be. But if we wanted to be mainstream and big, yep, you're right. I get it. There are things that have to be done. But you've got to bite the bullet and do some of those things. You can't just be like, bro, I don't want to do the script. So we're just going to dead the whole series and the whole franchise is down a train. Can't do that, bro. That ain't how fucking Batman 19 gets made and Spider-Man 45. Like, that shit go through <laughs> several different production houses and directors and writers, but they get that shit done because it's that important to the brand. Marvel ain't letting no bad script stop a movie, dude. Let's get this shit rolling. <laughs> ain't no such thing as a bad Marvel script, dude. Let's be clear. All of them are the same. That's why. <laughs> shit. Copy, paste, repeat, dude. And all the Fridays aren't the same? <laughs> Which makes you should make it even easier. Like, just let's do this one more time, dude. We got to get this money before Friday, before something happens. It's all the same shit. It ain't that hard, right? Exactly. Let's fit somebody, but there's a bully. There's a check that need to be gotten (laughs) at the end of it. There's gonna be a big showdown, (laughs) and the the good people are gonna come out on top. Just give us the labs, dude. It ain't that hard. Come on. Ah, uh, shit. Well, one thing we can look forward to is this music in this springtime. The sun is out. It's 80 degrees this weekend. That's nuts. I'm mm. um, down here in Atlanta. I don't know about where everyone else is. 80 degrees is crazy. Springtime is here. Uh, first official day was Sunday the 20th. So that means new albums, new projects are in the works. We're going to talk a couple of albums, man. a couple of confirmed albums, a couple of unconfirmed albums, maybe some trends that we're about to start seeing. Let's first talk about some of these confirmed projects because the list is short. Everybody likes to announce their album a day before it comes out. So as of right now, really the only kind of notable projects, of course, we talked about Lotto. She dropped in 777 this Friday on my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. And Fabio, who has been on fire as of late. Bible comes out April 8th. Jack Harlow comes out May 6th. And that's it. Mm. It's all the dates, B. We ain't got no more dates. Shout out to Jack Harlow, though. The name of his album, Come Home, The Kids Miss You, is hilarious. Uh, no, what Please Come Home. <laughs> please Come Home, The Kids Miss You was funny as fuck. Like, do uh, you like the album cover, sir? I, I don't think I saw the cover, though. Oh, my God. You got to look that up. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me see. Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at him over right now. It's like uh, he stole from your boy. Ooh. Uh, Freddie. I, I bet Excuse me, Freddie Gibbs. It looked like a Freddie Gibbs album cover to me. Mm. Oh, the little R&B looking shit? Mm-hmm. He laid out there across the front of it. And I was I was listening to you while you was talking. I was just trying to pull up the only and the biggest album that I'm waiting on to see if it had a date. What's that? And aforementioned who we've been talking about the last two topics. No date. That Pomona Park broke my heart. I no date. It came out in April. I it allegedly, it's supposed April. to come out in April, but there is no there is no date specifically though. For me, that's the best the album of the spring. Like that album was number one on my list for uh, 2021. That was my favorite album last year. The one that he came out to Vince Staples album. Yeah, the so EP. that was the that's the one that I'm most anticipating. That's on that list. Of, I thought the date was April, the second weekend of April. So it might end up being that, but I I couldn't find a specific one. But man, look, it's as of right now, it's quiet, people. Mm. Um, In terms of confirmed. Now, there's a lot of people that's supposed to be dropping. Allegedly, Pusha T is coming out in April. A birdie told me that I cannot reveal my sources. However, (laughs) Pusha T is supposed to pass. Like, it's definitely getting pushed back. Who? What happened? Pusha T dad just passed. Ah, okay. I am, yeah, you're right. It might get pushed back then in that yeah. case. But if it comes out in April, you heard it here first. Mm. Um, Mount Westmore supposed to come out in March. <laughs> I don't fact, They'll be in, uh, they actually will be in Nashville Saturday night. I'm going to the, the, the city 
And my cousin <laughs> asked, "You going me, to the show?" <laughs> this nigga going to the Mount Westmore show. My cousin asked me. She was like, "She said you want to go to a concert when you come." And I was like, "A concert? Who's gonna be in town?" She's like, the, the Mount Westmore. Uh, no, I do not want to go to the Mount Westmore show. <laughs> With all due respect to Snoop, E42 Short, and Ice Cube. Hey, listen, bro. Absolutely not. That, that's a hard no. Hard Ooh. no. But that project is coming out. But like I said, it's quiet. I'm looking forward to that five yo. I really like that single with Alicia Keys and Kanye. That shit is fire. I like the new joint with him and Quavo, that Magic City. That should go hard too. So I'm interested. He's been on a nice roll lately. He's been gassing this album up. A lot of people been gassing it. It's supposed to be executive produced by Kanye. Who knows if it really is or even what that means. However, I am looking forward to seeing what that does. April 8th is when that drops. Up until then, it's quiet. I listen to, I'll check that Lotto out too, man. I'm, I'm, I think she's talented as well. And I like her personality and shit. So I think she can make some. I'm wondering to see if she got a hit on here somewhere. Um, do you I think, I don't like that new you, joint with 21 Seven. Do you think that Fabio can quote unquote bring New York back, like he's saying, with that style without it being like bars, a nigga like Jay Z that's rapping, like it's, drill music you think that he could be like the king of new york per se with that style yeah i do i do because because we talked about this earlier that drill shit that's people are beefing over and getting shot over he's kind of stepped out uh, he's kind of put that in the back burner like that new york joint with alicia keys that's like an anthem type record but it's over a drill beat though so it's like kanye kind of got him in that the drill shit is cool. You can own that lane, but you ain't got to keep it to the, the, the local neighborhood beef shit, though. Like You can make a big record, have a big R&B superstar on it and try to get on Billboard with that sound. And then they'll look at you as the face of that sound. And then all kind of doors will open up from there. So I'm interested to see what else he has on there that maybe can push that even further out there um, and separate himself from everybody else in that city. In that city, 100%, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how New York responds to a rapper that ain't necessarily just got... And I don't know. I don't know a lot of New York cats that ain't got bars, because that's what we've known from day one as far as our hip-hop experience. The person from up there is someone that could bar you down. I mean, and not saying Montana, that Bobby O'Kane can't funny, rap, dude. but he ain't rapping a nigga under the table. Like, he definitely ain't a nigga that you think of when you think of bars. That but you it's been plenty of... New York. Not, not, not lately, though. Like, it's been plenty of New York Stop. niggas that, like, French That's why they haven't been popping. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's my point. Like, that niggas ain't been popping because they haven't had bars. A Boogie the with the hoodie. Huh? Like a Boogie. Like, niggas like that have been popular, but they not spinning. Well, A Boogie can't actually rap. He just doesn't do it in his music. He? he does the melodic shit. But. Well, is A Boogie a star? It's like he the biggest rapper in New York? With, to a certain age group. Hmm. He was big to a certain age group. I don't know about anymore because he's been quiet. <laughs> he's been quiet and he's some slaw. Like his music oh, is wow. terrible to me. Uh, but you got niggas like Bobby Schmurder that's supposed to come back out. Like he not spitting. Quiet. Is this what I'm saying? Like they get the buzz and when it's time for them to do what Fabio is trying to do now, mm. it fizzles out. Like mm. ain't no nigga ever carried the torch from New York and not been able to rap. Like niggas have came out, like you said, Bobby Smarter and whoever else you want to name, but they ain't like held it down. Like a nigga like the Hove or Nas or Cameron, even after that generation, uh, who, who else? 50, 50 I would say was the last nigga without bars that, that held, held New York down. So I'm asking, can somebody do that? What mm. 50 Fabio possibly could do that. We'll see. I mean, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, I know I know one thing I noticed, though, and I think this is going to be big. I'm peeping that I'm seeing these festivals are popping up. They got the Dreamville Festival and Rolling Loud is coming back and all of this Coachella and all of these COVID restrictions have eased up. Festivals back popping. I think for me, that means that the A-listers are about to come outside and play. Because now they know that you can rock a festival crowd. You can go on a big dog tour now. Well, for now, until we get a new variant and everything shuts back down again. Um, yeah. Until til, then. Til September. Till September. Right, exactly. Day. Until September when it gets a little bit back chilly. So while it's hot, y'all can enjoy these concerts. I think we're going to see some A-listers. I think Cardi B comes back. 
I think no, Kendrick no. finally comes out. Huh? Cardi B pregnant. Really? No, bro. Oh, she was. She they just pregnant. had a him and, oh, she and just her had and, a baby. Yeah, they oh. just had one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think she's gonna come back out, bro. She 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 did listen. If you're gonna have kids, you might as well have them during the pandemic when you can't tour anyway, if you're an artist. So that kind of worked out, dude. <laughs> like it kind of you're not really missing no no checks or nothing, dude. So like Thanks. that worked out perfectly. I think it's time she'll come back outside because of the hot weather and people are back outside, maskless out here in these streets. So I think the A-list is about to come out and play. I don't know if it's worth it for Cardi to come back out yet. I think that you have A-listers in in music, like Kendrick Lamar. He'll be back outside. Okay. Uh, J. Cole will probably be back outside again with his Drake? friend in next. Drake? I don't think so. Okay. That was the thing that I was about to say. When you get P- Nicki Minaj and A-list in music, almost an A-list overall, period. I don't know if she's still that anymore, but she had a tap of foot in the music game, so she's going to come out. But when we talk Excellent. about people like Drake and we talk about people like um, Cardi, I don't see it because I'm not sure if it's if it's worth their time to come back out until they figure out what the money is going to be like out here post-pandemic. Like what the price is going for, what I well, actually not even for them because the price is the price with Cardi That's and Drake. What I'm about to say it's up and it's stuck. Is people gonna pay it? Can people afford the prices that are gonna be happening behind the Drake and the Cardi B's? Is it gonna be worth it in that sense? Is what I mean. They can so I think that you get a runway with Kendrick Lamar, you get a runway with a big Sean, you get a runway with a pusher team. Who's developing himself into an A-list artist, especially with what we'll talk about later with the jingles? But you're going to get a runway, I agree, this spring with people who are starting to test the waters again, get out here. Maybe even a surprise Kendrick job, though I'm not holding my breath for that at all, or something from TDE in the rap field. If they do still have rappers over there that are willing to drop albums, (laughs) maybe something like that. But yeah, as a a label, TDE could do a drop and it would be A-list as long as it's not Isaiah Rashad. Oh my God. Um, Kendrick, I believe, is headlining. What is he doing? I thought it was Coachella or something. I know I know um uh Kanye's supposed to do Coachella, but I think they Why got don't like Kanye a- do a Yeezy Fest. Are you telling me that wouldn't go crazy in Chicago or some shit like that? It'll go crazy anywhere. Let's be clear. My man's global out here in these streets, nigga. Let's be that, very clear. Um, Yeezy Fest, he definitely should look into that. But I mean, he people have already done that, so he's probably that's probably why that doesn't really move him like that. He's trying to do shit ain't nobody done before. I do that shit at Disney World. That'd be <laughs> perform at the castle, nigga. Like no. you ain't never been. Have you ever been to Disney World? Yeah, when I was like five. That's my point. You don't know the magic. You don't know the magic that exists. Nigga, you went last weekend, motherfucker. What are you talking about? I should have. I won MVP for being me. So I got to go to the Super World, Super uh, Bowl. Oh, shit. Disney World trip. Um, Coachella 2022, that is this April, April 15th. Um, It runs through the 24th. Uh, It's back. It's crazy. Is that what Kendrick is going to be at? It is not. Kanye is headlining, Billie Eilish and Harry Styles. There, those are three headliners. So no Kendrick. Where did you say Kendrick was gonna be? Do you know that festival? I think it's overseas. So we might not get a Kendrick Lamar album ever. Fuck it. I'm just gonna have to come to grips with that. What about that Dreamville Fest? You looking for that? That Dreamville Fest is dope. I'm not gonna lie. That's a dope lineup. Two day festival. Uh, it's got some nice, some nice names. They're doing the the DJ drama, Ti, Lil Wayne, Gangster Grills. That's gonna be hard. I might go just for that. Oof. I'm definitely not going, but that's hard though. Why you wouldn't go? go? I'm not standing outside, bro, to do no concert shit, bro. Like, oh, that's what my that is the field amphitheater shit. Is yeah, that I ain't doing that shit, bro. I'm not standing. I'm not standing outside, bro. Lil Wayne, Jeezy, Ti. They're doing a Gangster Grill set with drama, flames. They need to do Jesus by himself. I ain't sharing no gangster grill set with no nigga. Like, nah. Look, well, why need his own too? Like, I ain't saying it just like okay, that, okay. I'm saying like that. That need to be split up. The, look at this. So, Dreamville is two days. It's a Saturday and a Sunday, and they have a set for each day. Listen to the Sunday. The Sunday lineup, of course, is going to have some Dreamville people, Ari Lennox, Boz, Cos. But they got the gangster grills with Wayne, Jeezy, and Ti. They got J Cole. 
They got Moneybag Yo. They got Larry June. And they got Wale. Mm. That's a nice lineup, dude. I'm going to keep it all the way a band. The Saturday lineup is Earth Gang, J.I.D., Favio, Ja Rule, and Ashanti, Lil Baby, Keelani, and Moray. What's that? About two twenty five per day. What would you price? I'm gonna look. Let's see. Two twenty five a day. I think. Damn. Uh, more now. General admission. Damn. Mm-hmm. For both days is two fifty. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. One twenty five a day. Mm-hmm. Shit. But you gotta go both days, or can you just get one? Yeah, I think you gotta go both days. Ah, right, y'all got me. For, I ain't giving you two fifty now. Yeah, they paid it for that though. Now, let a nigga get one of them at least you know, one day. Rolling Loud tickets are like three hundred dollars. That don't surprise me, bro. Yeah, so it's a lot of acts. I got to pay for these acts, bro. Like that's <laughs> most of those guys acts. are performing for free too at Rolling Loud. They just I can see that it for the quote unquote look. Yeah. So you wouldn't go to the festival though, like you ain't going out there to stand out. Like who would it have to be for you to go troop it out in the festival? No, I, I can't. Nobody. Yeah, no. it have to be like an indoor concert, is what you're saying? Because you sure. go to concerts. Yeah, I do an indoor joint. Yeah, I ain't Obviously. doing no outdoor shit, bro. I'm wow. not standing up forever in the day. My shoes too fresh. I'm not getting them dirty. I'm not fucking. I'm not standing outside with pollen running through my goddamn system. Eyes on ten. I got contacts, dude. I ain't got time to be wiping my eyes all fucking day. Take I'm indoors some, only. <laughs> you'll take you some antibodies and get your ass out there, nigga. <laughs> no, nah, I'm definitely not going to no outside. But it'll have to be like, if, if it was a, it would have to be something like fire. It can't be nobody I don't want to see. And if I'm paying 125, 250, like that DJ drama gangster grill set, if that was the concert. I may consider like if he had a DJ drama festival and we're doing all Gangsta Grills albums, I probably would go to that. That would be fire. <laughs> but yeah, it got to be real specific for me to go outside and, and camp out. Real quick though, the VIP tickets for the Dreamville Festival. How much you think VIP is? I'll tell you what it comes with. Okay. VIP viewing area, a bar, dedicated VIP restrooms. A VIP commemorative laminate, a Dreamville oh. Festival hat, a bandana, access to premium viewing deck, an exclusive VIP bar and lounge area. Mm, they threw the bar and lounge in there twice, so I know they're running it up. <laughs> $825, Bob? Eh, $1299. No way. And then Jeez. a processing fee of $177. That's nuts. <laughs> Is nuts. That's some po- post-COVID prices, though. They're trying yeah. to get back, bro. We seen, uh, I seen a, a show, what was it, John Oliver last week tonight, and he did a thing about ticket prices and concert prices. That shit was really good. Y'all check that, was, that out in the segment. That was dope. Um, anybody else you're looking forward to? I know little Baby's on deck. QC should be primed to have a big year. Um, the biggest it, thing that stuck out to me for the spring is just like what you said in the beginning, though. There's not a lot of confirmed dates. People are still tech checking the temperature, trying to see when to come back outside. Not a lot of big dogs. Overall, though, the main thing that I'm waiting on is that Vince Staples album. And the reason why I didn't get to say it in the beginning, he's doing a concept album, Pomona Park. That's where he grew up. I think that's the area in which he yeah. grew up in. I'm expecting something similar to the commentary on Good Kid, Mad City, though I won't make a comparison and say that this is his version because I don't want to dis- diminish his art. I was just about to say. Yeah, but I do think that this is similar commentary from another place, another personality, another type guy. And I'm interested in seeing it. I think that's very exciting, especially with how thought-provoking the events is. It's finally starting to trickle over into his music. I think with that last album. So I'm really excited about this album and I can't wait to check that out. And that's really it, man. Like I, I was looking for anything. Like my boy Larry June, I was looking for him to come back out, maybe reason, some low-key drop, something like that. The, the I mean, they'll probably good. come out. Yeah, and then those people don't have dates, but these right. are just some people that I thought of when I was looking and prepping for this. 42 Doug and ESTG have a dual album that came out or comes out Friday. I want to see what that sounds like. And CMG overall, I want to see what Mozzie sound like at CMG, how Yo Gotti continues to flourish with that roster that he has with Doug and G and all of those guys and Mozzie, the new signing. So those are the things that are sticking out to me right now, things that I'm getting excited about at this stage uh, of my hip hop experience. 
y'all let us know what y'all are looking forward to any specific projects that y'all hope to uh hear in this springtime i'm i'm interested to see if now is the time where travis scott is like fuck it are we back outside he better sit his ass down somewhere man really interested to see that um a big ass villa in jamaica and chill mom <laughs> um it's time for wins and or losses um w or l to your man pitbull we don't talk about him too much um he is opening up a charter school in arizona w or l man pitbull man big w to pitbull getting this going like you said we don't really get to mention him much but when things like this happen we want to make sure that we're shining that light so big w to pitbull open up that charter school in az man he do a lot of big things for hip-hop so shout out to him yeah he do um he talked he announced plans for this in 2018 so i'm sure covid set that back a little bit but um it's always interesting, man. Like, I, I don't really know too much about charter schools or the difference between those in a public school or a private school. Like, I, I really don't understand it. And then you oh, I always think when you see stuff like this and you see those memes where it'll be a picture with a whole bunch of rappers and somebody will be like, all this money and no schools or no banks. And I wonder, is there a lot of red tape with doing something like this or what's the benefit other than obviously the goodwill that it brings, but business wise, what's the benefit to this? I'm always curious to know that shit, man. We got to mm. talk to somebody about that. Mm. Cause That's I don't know. Question. That's um, a really good question. Cause you would think some, you would think more people would do it if it was, or, you know, I don't know. Maybe not. It sounds like, and I'm spitballing, but it sounds like a headache. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of people don't get into no public sector and i'm sure you got to deal with a lot of government things exactly probably a lot of red tape like it ain't worth the risk like or not even the risk it just ain't worth the time especially if i'm already rich i can get Mm -hmm. unless i get somebody else to run and just put my name on it but Jalen rose he seems to be very involved in his school like yeah for sure that is a good question i'd love to talk to somebody that knows about that the juice may not be worth the squeeze. Um, WRL to Waka Flocka fan out of Louisville, Kentucky, returned a pendant of his worth twenty five thousand. Returned it to him after holding on to it for four years. That's a W, man. That's Shout out to being a long term committed fan, man. Those people make the brand grow. We appreciate the on deckers out there like that, holding on to that for four years, not selling it, not just. Just that's dope, man. I like every bit of that. It reminds me, I've been rewatching Atlanta in prep for it to come out in that season one. Your boy walked up on Paperboy and said he was his best fan <laughs> and started rapping the whole verse in the club. God, that was funny, but just remind me of that. How do you hold on to this for four years and you just oh, now man. say something in the DM, dude? Like, that's strange to me. Uh, but Walker did fly him out. They kicked it for the whole weekend, whatever. He might have threw him some bread. Who knows? But I'm sure that fan has had a weekend to remember. Um, but I don't know, man. That motherfucker worth 25 bands. That might have had to get melted down with all due respect. And Walker, a cool nigga, too, and everything. So it's cool. I'm glad it happened to him because he's saying he seemed like a cool dude. But uh, yeah, that was me. Let me get them 25 racks. That speaks rap. to the good energy that he put out, though. Because Walker is a cool dude, like you said. That speaks to the good energy he put out that it come back around. Friend of the show. We've got to talk to him before. So, yeah. That was dope. Did it happen to him? That's a fact, man. One more W or L to push a T didn't, didn't announce his album. Didn't drop an album, but he did drop a diss record on behalf of Arby's to McDonald's <laughs> dissing their fish filet sandwich, which I'm sure you still eat. Uh, Never had a fish filet sandwich in my life. <laughs> Me neither. The W or L to push a T Arby's diss record. Big W here. L for us for not getting the album and Pusha T continuously getting these big boy looks to make him less inclined to ever give us the album. But man, this isn't even just your typical like uh, fast food disc or just like cheesy. This is like actual like Pusha T was going in. It was just pretty dope. I listen to uh, Start Here every morning. It's the ABC news briefing. They give you like 15 minutes. And I was shocked to hear that this made the news briefing because they, let me tell you, 0.1% of the time ever discuss hip hop. But Mm. this made it to that world news feed uh, in my early morning podcast. And they were just talking about how serious he sounded. And they gave reference to him writing the McDonald's 
jingle, which we thought that everybody in the world knew except for FSP cameraman. He and the people. (laughs) I'm loving it. Then I'm loving it. Yeah, he definitely came up with that and said he didn't get paid for it. But yeah, no, he said he said he just got a little bit off of it. So this was like a double entendre with the diss. That, that's what made it funny, actually. The marketing company disputes that though. They said that that did not happen. They said mm. he got everything that he was compensated for, and he did not come up with that original music. Somebody so, lying there. Yeah. That that was the, the that was the second part of on the world news because they were talking about that part and they said that the marketing company definitely disputes it. Well, W regardless, because uh right. I'm sure they cut the check. For this, the, for these bars, yeah. and it wasn't corny or nothing. It was actually pretty entertaining. Nah, it was good. <laughs> square cheat. You like to say square fish? Who does that? Shit was hard. Actually, <laughs> he was really ripping that shit. <laughs> he throwing some little drug fish scale references in there. Thanks. It was hard. Arby's getting off, dude. That was. Ah, <laughs> uh, that shit was funny. Um, on deck of the week, man. Let's take it to YouTube. Shout out to we got two comments. Will forever P U B G. Uh, he commented on the Chad Oubre interview. He said, Chad, from the Big Easy, damn, 85% of nations stand up. Um, shout out to all our NO listeners out there. And then rock to trill commented on our last episode when we talked about who should be on the Mount Rushmore of the drug talk. He said, you got to put Yo Gotti on that Mount Rushmore. He got that good scale talk. We forgot about Yo Gotti as being Yo at Gatti. fourth. He is right. Damn. Wrote yeah. At least an honorable mention. You're right about that. Damn. That's a fact, man. We appreciate the um, we appreciate the comments. YouTube.com slash on deck TV. Hit that subscribe button. What you got for us to put on, man? Man, my put on for the week TV style again. Snowfall is on and running. If you haven't seen Snow School, please, or excuse me, haven't listened to Snow School, check it out before you watch the Snowfall episode. But if you're looking for something else to keep you entertained in the same lane, go across the pond. Top Boy is back on Netflix. If you haven't been able to get into it, get into it now. I'm about five episodes in on the latest season. Absolutely fired. Shane Scully, your whole cast is back. Top Boy on Netflix. Executive produced by your boy Drake. Fire. My boy getting them TV checks, nigga. He got this and he got euphoria. Nigga, let's go. Your mogul. Let's fucking mm. go. It's yes. When you get real famous, you can just put your name on shit for not doing that. That's true. Oh, this might pop. Yeah, I executive produced. Cool. <laughs> That's a fact. They go a picture you could use of me. Nice. One picture you could use in promo. Um, I'm gonna put on a TV show as well. Going to HBO Max. Winning time. The Lakers mm. joint. That shit pretty dope, man. The first episode scared me a little bit early on. I thought it was a little too silly. Um, mm-hmm. The tone kind of threw me off just a little bit, but it gets a little more. I don't want to say serious, but I'm gonna say less silly in the second episode um the casting is on point dude looks just like magic uh john c riley is bodying uh bus so it's just about how the lakers came about how dr bus bought the lakers drafted uh magic johnson with his first pick and how they obviously we know what happened from there so it's pretty dope Uh, a lot of politics in between all of that it's a pretty cool look man I, i like it it's done very well Check that out i was waiting on that i think i was gonna watch it this weekend i'm going to nashville i may watch it while i'm traveling but I don't know. I mean, it's I just, pretty good. I'm waiting to binge it all the way through. It's have pretty good, seen, man. Have you, before we let the people go, and we'll actually can tune out it, because this is a spoiler alert. Have you seen the latest episode of Snowfall? I have not. Not oh the I'm, I'm called. I'm up to that point. Not the, not, oh I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. I've only seen like half of it. I just didn't finish it. Oh, you've seen half of it, though. A little, yeah, I so saw the first know, half. You know kind of what happened. What, what, what half did you see? Um, uh, it was up until what point? I see the mama is talking to the little Mexican dude. Ah, okay. And you know what I'm saying? I, and some of that, but I couldn't, I couldn't really watch it like I wanted to. So I probably had to start this one back over, but. Yeah, you definitely ain't got to the half that I'm going to ask about this. So never mind. It's going to blow it. Y'all check out Snow School for that. <laughs> exactly. Those predictions and all of that stuff. Go download the feed. Yeah, man. And look at the uh, speaking of description too, man. Check out the new t-shirts in the link. Oh, yeah. Short sleeve weather is out. Support Spring the real night. man. Cop a shirt. Fuck with the kids. Um, also, YouTube.com slash on TV. Make sure you hit that like button and comment. We appreciate it. Anything else before we get ghosts? 
No, sir. That is the spring line. Y'all make sure that y'all missed out on the crew next. T-shirts are available right now. Link is in the bios. Link is in the show notes. Got some fun colors and flavors for you to mix it up and support the show, support the real. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. We out.